hold on to your butts. We're going for a wild ride. <laughs> yes, we are. This is a kind of a special episode, I think. Uh, is it special? It's going to be weird. It's, it's going to be strange. This is the first episode where we're going to do follow-up, isn't it? Um, I don't want to call it follow-up because that's copyrighted by someone who shall not be named. More updates, I would say. Um, I was going to call it... Um, hmm, what was I going to call it? I had a name for it. Now I can't think of it. Um, Revisiting? After, after Hours? Okay. Yeah? Yeah, that could work. But anyway, so... Our first After Hours recap, uh, I do want to mention the Nut Butters After Hours, because after we stopped recording the Nut Butter show, we could not stop eating Nut Butters. I don't think there has ever been anything that we ate more of after we ate too much of for the show. Yeah, because to be clear, after the Nut Butters, we felt awful. Like, I felt awful. I felt as terrible. I, as I predicted, having all of that, like, you know, oil and <laughs> high calorie, like fat and everything, that did not feel good afterwards. Um, but we dipped back into it hard, like the next day, like it, like it never happened. Yeah. It, and, and I, and some of them are already gone. A couple of the really, really good ones, I, I actually threw away before they were finished because I couldn't, I'm like, I, I can't have this in the house. Did you really? Which ones? There was a couple I pulled out of the garbage because I was so upset you threw them away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway um the the fall weight loss journey is not going very well um, eh. thanks thanks in large part to our nut butter adventure <laughs> so the pumpkin seed one turned out to be a real hit like i loved it so much that one is really good i'm still sticking with the pecan for the other one but yeah i just we just needed to tell you that <laughs> we went back into it pretty hard and they were great yeah i really i really enjoyed that weird carrot cake one that, yeah, you did. That one I, I spent You enjoyed too much. that to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that one I, I did eventually throw that away. Did you really? I came close to the bottom and I, it was getting scary. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't have any more of this. It's not in there anymore. So we had to make a whole nother shelf. I had to clean out a shelf in our pantry and make <laughs> a nut butter shelf. One for like regular like nut butter and nut butter, butter alternatives that are like kind of okay. And then the dessert nut butter shelf. And uh, yeah, so so there's two new shelves full of nut butter because I pulled them out of the garbage. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, I won't be buying most of those again because not because they're bad, because they're too good. Yeah, they and are too they're good. They're really bad for us to have in the house. Well, and now on our Instagram account, um, which is top four, I don't know, top four ish, top four podcast. I can't even remember. I think it's what top four ish. Right? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Um, I, so I follow all of like the products that we usually taste on a lot of these shows, and I've been seeing a bunch of like really awesome looking nut butter things from some oh, of God. these companies. Like they look really good, but they look like just dessert in a jar, and I I want it. I want to hit it up. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, I want to slide to their DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Um... So speaking of sliding into some DMs. Yeah. So we have what we mean by the first update ever um, or whatever we're going to call this is we have been collecting some additional varieties and entries and flavors for episodes we've done in the past. Just a few, just a handful here to try at the beginning of this show to kind of update, um, you know, our our previous uh, opinions or lists or just, you know, for completion's sake, we found a few more things. So, yeah, we have some new Pop-Tarts. We have some new, uh, there's a pumpkin spice flavors. And there's one crossover here, which is pumpkin spice goldfish from Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts, pumpkin spice, goldfish, grams, which covers like four episodes (laughs) of our show. 
it does. So that's going to be fun. Um, uh, actually, this reminded me. So I bought another type of Pop-Tart that we didn't try. It was the lemon one. Oh, yeah. That's upstairs that I I love that one so much. But you had to get like a crate of them from Amazon. And so you a, have many of them. Yeah. But they've been very popular in our household. Yeah, those are really good. But we already tried those. So we're not going to try them now. But we have like, you know, whenever we find new flavors. But because we just kind of amassed a couple extra for this, uh, we thought we would try some of them on air with all our listeners uh, because it's fun. And our topic today, which has nothing to do with any of these things, it doesn't even have anything to do with eating, uh, we thought would be a little bit short. So we'd fill in with some tastings. So let's go for, (laughs) we have uh, two new Pop-Tart flavors. I I spotted these in the store. I had to grab them. So one of them is... uh, co-branded with ego frozen waffles yes um it's kellogg's ego flavored uh frosted maple pop tarts so it's these better rule waffles and maple flavor i guess they have a waffle pattern on them yeah well it's in kind the of frosting a, it's a waffle pattern as if it was like drawn by an air generator like uh, it doesn't it's like oh if you tell somebody oh waffles have like crisscrossing lines it's a and waffle they've never seen a waffle that's that might be what they would draw but it it's just crisscrossing lines forming giant like diamond shapes. It's not. It doesn't really. It's it's totally the wrong design ratio proportions for a waffle. Yeah, it is wrong. It's more of a waffle chain link fence, like a waffle colored <laughs> chain link fence. <laughs> yeah. So let's pop those open and see how the actual like we we learned in our pop chart episode that usually when they go for some kind of um, printing pattern on them. The result is usually significantly worse than what's on the box. Oh my! Oh my god! <laughs> Let's see. It looks like. Oh my god! It's. Oh, it's a disaster! Oh, it's a beautiful disaster! What? That looks nothing like anything. Oh my god! What is? Oh, I have to take a picture of this. What the box says it so looks the box, like, and what it actually looks. This the box is a disaster. Has, like, properly crisscross. The, 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 the lines are straight on the box. Like straight crisscrossing lines. And on the Pop-Tart itself, it's like a zigzag gone wrong. Like it's like they they were just like jiggled the the guns back and forth that were squirting the stuff on. Oh my gosh. And it just like blobby. Oh wow. It looks like someone sneezed while applying this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to put that in the toaster. I guess I'm going to put this in the toaster. Yeah, you're closer to the toaster. I think you are, actually, but okay. I brought We brought the toaster back into my office to, to do this We might as episode. well do the snickerdoodle at the same time. Yeah, that's why I brought a two-slot toaster. So we our, our second flavor is snickerdoodle. They which, did not attempt a design, thank goodness. Oh, thank God. <laughs> actually, that one design looked really accurate. Yeah, that, there was that one that was like, it was like printed on almost, right? Yeah, it was like yeah. a frozen brand one or something. Oh, these are manhandled by the the snickerdoodle flavor i thought person handled this actually it, it doesn't look like anything special but i figured it had a good chance of being good oh i thought it had frosting it looks I like thought the so picture too. thought fro- no now that i'm looking at the picture it's just kind of crystal sugar which is i guess is better it's not covered in frosting and they're down and they're toasting all right and then while those are toasting you want to you want to take out the other ones yeah i, I want to try the to pumpkin toast, spice oreo we have two to Two pumpkin spice since it is pumpkin spice season. Yes, the, the aforementioned Duncan pumpkin spice graham goldfish and pumpkin spice flavored Oreos. I love how much these goldfish cross over three episodes. It's so good. I know. I saw this. I'm like, I couldn't believe how perfect they were for our show. <laughs> you have so much fun in the grocery store. I really do. That's why that's why I like shopping because I, I, I find all this crazy stuff and bring it home to oh, us. Oh, first, 
Okay, first of all, the um, sorry. Yeah, it it hits you with that the pumpkin smell. spice cinnamon. A lot of cinnamon. Oh yeah, it smells really good. Well, you know, as we know, what pumpkin spice means has very little to do with pumpkin, and it's really all about just like you know, cinnamon, sugar, brown sugar, clove. You know. Let's see. Mm. The flavor's subtle enough, but I I really I like it. In a vacuum, though, I'm not sure I would pick these as being pumpkin spice. The smell is overwhelmingly pumpkin spice, but the taste is very subtle. Yeah, so as we learned on the on the um, the goldfish episode, the Graham goldfish are very good. And these are just those same Graham goldfish with like a, a spice dusting on them that, as you, I agree, it's very, very light. It's very hard to tell what they're actually going for here. So they're really, they're very good in the sense that they're the, they're the same, you know, wonderful Graham goldfish. But yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, notice this was pumpkin spice all right here get one of these that are really heavily dusted and put it um butt side down right onto your tongue oh there it is okay yeah. mm -hmm. but you have to eat it very specifically in order to <laughs> get the flavor they're really good though i'd eat the hell out of this bag and i i will i will be doing that yeah that bag is going to last about three days in our house yep all right the pop tarts are done so they're very hot. Maybe we should let's try the Oreo while we wait. Oh, sure. I love this day. <laughs> All right. We haven't done an Oreo episode yet. People ask us for it, but I always find Oreos to be pretty tricky. I mean, like, okay, so I love Oreos. We've found a lot of different flavors that we've liked. We buy Oreos as like snacks. Um, but it's really difficult to accumulate a lot of the different flavors at one time. Yeah, because they're they're extremely seasonal. Like Oreo changes their flavors all the time, and they get stale very quickly. They do, yeah. And so you really can't keep much of a backstock. And yeah, as, as the as the primary shopper of the family, it would be very challenging to do a, a comprehensive Oreo review. All right, here's pumpkin spice Oreos. So they're using the vanilla Oreo cookie. Yeah, like the yellowish one. This is pretty good, but I don't know. I'm not getting a ton of pumpkin spice flavor. No, it's not super strong. I don't know if this would have ranked in our pumpkin spice. Um episode it's really good because oreos are really good okay i just ate the cream yeah me too and i like it but it's yeah. very subtle that's yeah that's the thing like it's very similar to the graham the duncan graham uh, goldfish this is a very delicious food but i i don't get the flavor very much from it that's the funny thing about pumpkin spice i think that we learned from our pumpkin spice episode is that you can have pumpkin spice it's super subtle and you're like yeah that's good and then you can have pumpkin spice that's like over the top, like way too strong on like a clove or like they lean into the alternative spice of the pumpkin spice mix too heavily. And so you get like a really strong flavor, which also makes it bad. It seems to be kind of difficult to get that like perfect balance of pumpkin spice goodness and have yeah. like a strong flavor and have it be the right flavor and not just like this is good because it's sweet. Yeah, because I, I think what people ultimately want is like, Cinnamon, brown sugar, and clove. Like, that's, I think, I, I'm pretty sure those are the main elements of what we call pumpkin spice. And you can do that in many different ways. And, uh, you know, if you go too, like, too light on the, the clove and like any other bitter elements, then it just tastes like cinnamon sugar. And then it's like, okay, well, these are, you know, cinnamon toast crunch. That's that's not pumpkin spice flavor. That's cinnamon sugar flavor. And it, But if you if you go too heavy on the savory then it tastes bitter and so it's just it's very hard to get right and to be fair i just housed that whole oreo so me too yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's still delicious we're still going to inhale the entire bag at mm -hmm. some point uh, in the next probably a week or two but 
But uh, yeah, anyway. All right, so the Pop-Tarts, I think, are, are roughly edible temperature now. Let's start out with the Snickerdoodle. I think it's going to be the more conservative of the two. Mm-hmm. So here we go. It's um, Adam yeah, it's, has been dying to rip into these so bad. It's no, there's no frosting as you mentioned. It's just a brown, you know, with holes and cinnamon dusting on top. It looks like um, sugar crystals. That it is very really good. good. It's it tastes very similar to the you know regular kind of brown sugar cinnamon flavor. Um, oh it's, no, it's better. It kind of has like that fake apple pie consistency inside. Yeah, yeah, it's like like a lot of the kind of a lot of the unfrosted kind of fruit pie styled ones. Yeah, it's jellied, not creamed. Yes, that's a good way to put it. I like it a lot. That's a really good flavor. This oh, cool, I like it a lot. <laughs> and it's gone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's an, it's entirely into my darling co-host. It's it's totally gone. Mm. <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> this would have totally ranked for me. This and the lemon one that we have upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. really good. That's a, that's a solid A on the Snickerdoodle. Yeah, All right. go get them. And our final Pop-Tart of the episode, the bright yellow Eggo <laughs> <laughs> e- frosted maple flavor. That is not waffle colored at all. It is, it's like lemon yellow colored and white frosting. It doesn't look anything like a waffle. Even the dough itself for the cookie-ish part of the... The tart part of the pop tart is mm-hmm. bright yellow, so it just kind of just tastes like frosting and sugar. I'm not getting a lot of any other flavor there. It's it tastes like every other like kind of frosted sweet ish, you know, sugary pop tart flavor. There's no fruit element, so it's it's closer to the frosted brown sugar cinnamon that everyone loves. Um, but I would say the brown sugar cinnamon's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not getting a lot of maple. I want more maple. It's like they tried to make the pastry look like. A waffle, like a frozen wall, like a frozen Eggo waffle with all this yellow, but they missed the mark. Well, and also, and like the colors they've used to decorate it are yellow and white. White is not a waffle color. You think of waffles, you think of the waffle color, which is kind of yellowish, and you think brown for the syrup. That's like, that's the waffle color pairing. There's no brown here. I mean, I kind of almost ate the whole thing trying to find the yeah, flavor. Yeah, that's also gone, but... <laughs> There's there's only like little corners left. <laughs> You've eaten the whole Shut up. <laughs> Don't tell people my business. All right. So moving on. I, I would say of these flavors, I think the Snickerdoodle probably would have ranked for us. The mm-hmm. Eggo Waffle would not have, right? I like the flavor of the Eggo Waffle. I don't think it... I, I, if they didn't say waffle, I don't know what the heck you would call that instead of waffle. I think I'm having a problem because it doesn't taste like a waffle. And it looks horrendous. Like it, and it, it looks, it looks absolutely like, horrendous. It looks like a a a white flavored pop tart for some reason that somebody has squirted mustard all over. Yes, it's must. It's yellow mustard color. That's exactly <laughs> it. It's a wow. That's exactly it. It. I'm so glad it doesn't taste like that. Yes, that that would have been um, certainly unusual. Um, all right. So finally, <laughs> so finally, uh, we have. Our uh, a last entry that we should have gotten for the nut butters episode last episode. I, I, I this is my honorable mention. Yeah. So we, as we discussed last episode, you know, there were there were things that were I think um, pretty loosely defined as nut butters, including the absolutely delicious um, cookie butter. And Tiff, I, you made the argument on the show, right? Mm-hmm. Why didn't we have marshmallow fluff? Because what is marshmallow fluff if not marshmallow butter? Exactly. So we went out and bought a jar of marshmallow fluff. And where was it in the store? It was right next to all the nut butters. It was on the <laughs> nut butter shelf. It was not 
with the marshmallows. It was with the nut butters. Well, I think it's more about, you know, cross-marketing and intended usage. But It anyway, doesn't matter. It was with it. Yeah, but I, I, I agree. If cookie butter counts, marshmallow fluff counts as marshmallow butter. And what, what I love about buying marshmallow fluff is that the jar weighs nothing. Like, it's so Because it's so aerated that, like, it, you pick it up and it weighs far less than you think it will. Anyway, so. It's so fluffy. Let's, let me do I haven't had this in a long time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, honorable mention, just because it's so weird. I can't believe this product is, like, I can't believe this product exists. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so much bubbles. It's so airy. My lips are so sticky now, though. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. It's sticky like all the nut butters. Yeah, it's less sticky than the pistachio nut butter. Oh, my gosh, that one's so... I had that this morning, actually, in my yogurt. It was just mm. as sticky. Okay, marshmallow fluff is delicious, but... I don't. I think it's a little bit too simple in terms hmm. of both uh, texture and flavor. Like, it deserves an honorable mention, though. It, it deserves to be included, but it 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 lacks any of the like bulk features of nut butter. Like if you're looking like you know to get something a little bit filling or a little bit you know protein heavier at, at all nutritious, mm-hmm. um, without having the really delicious blend of you know, like little crunchy bits and everything like the cookie butter did. Like the cookie but if, if I'm gonna you have, are so on the cookie butter train, like yeah, like if I'm gonna have a sweet <laughs> nut butter that's mainly a dessert thing, the cookie butter is a way better option, especially with those little. I, I learned afterwards that it they aren't all crunchy. There's like a creamy version. Skip that. Get the crunchy one with the little crunchy bits in it. It's it's way better. Um, but yeah, that I'd much rather have that than the marshmallow fluff. Okay, fair, fair. All right, so moving on to our actual topic. <laughs> It's uh it's October. So October means spooky things, which I love. I love October. I love spooky stuff. I love fall weather. And what you need when you are enjoying spooky season is a really good playlist of spooky tunes. You do. All right, before we get to that, we're oh. brought to you by Sanebox. Inbox zero is a thing of the past. We're all so inundated with email now that it's no longer about responding to everything. It's only about responding to the important things, the messages that really matter. SaneBox gets your email in order by working on top of your existing email setup. There's no need to create a new account or download a new app. SaneBox just makes your existing email app awesome. If you've ever met anybody who used SaneBox, you'll know that the initial SaneBox purge can be very powerful. And after that initial clear-up, SaneBox then allows them to manage their daily emails way more efficiently from that point forward. They have a, they have great features. Like, one of my favorites is called the Sane Black Hole. So if you get an email and, you know, it's some, you know, spam list or some annoying person, you just drag it to the Sane Black Hole and you'll never hear from that person again. So you don't have to bother with, like, trying to unsubscribe, which may or may not actually be available and may or may not actually do what they say it does. Um, it's just SaneBox Black Hole. It just causes your number of unwanted emails to go down. It's super simple. Uh, I think I need this. And they, <laughs> can, they have... Can you yeah. help me out? <laughs> yeah. We, we, so you can go to sandbox.com slash top four, but we'll get to that in a minute. So <laughs> uh, They also have great features like um, sane reminders. They can ping you if someone hasn't replied to your email by a certain date. You can snooze emails. You can defer or de-emphasize less urgent tasks. Just read them later. And you can use Sanebox with any email client or phone anywhere you check your email. With over 600 reviews on Trustpilot and glowing reviews from TechCrunch, Forbes, The New York Times, and emailers everywhere, you can rest assured that you will fall in love with email again. See how SaneBox can magically remove distractions from your inbox with a free two-week trial 
at SaneBox.com slash top four. Start that free trial there. Get a $25 credit. That's SaneBox, S-A-N-E-B-O-X dot com slash top four. Our thanks to SaneBox for their support of this show and Relay FM. Uh, legit want to be hooked up with that. <laughs> uh, well, I can give you a URL to go to. It's SaneBox.com slash top four. Oh, no, I'm going to go after the show. Yes. <laughs> anyway. My email's a disaster. Yeah, it really is. Like, uh, I love you, but it's, it's it's horrendous. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. And, yeah, your email is like my voicemail, like, where it's just like, I just don't even look no, anymore. I don't. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah. Anyway, so, Halloween music. So, when you proposed this, I thought, oh, no. Because, you want to know something? I hate Halloween music. Really? I, I find it, so. I like Halloween music so much better than Christmas music. So I, I'm not a huge fan of either for similar reasons. Um, the, the reason why they both are not uh, super nice for me um, is that they tend to be very cheesy and very repetitive year to year. And like you, you end up hearing the same handful of songs in, in small rotation for like, you know, a month out of the year. Now, Christmas music is longer lived which is annoying like you know christmas music now starts basically the day after halloween <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous how long we we have to hear that like in restaurants and retail places and you know everywhere offices you know so christmas music music is is more overplayed however it seems to have a larger playlist to draw from whereas halloween music you hear it for a shorter time but it's even more repetitive in that time because there are fewer songs that people tend to use and also what tends to be used is like really obnoxious, like, you know, 80s, terrible Halloween, like cheesy stuff that I, I feel like it gets annoying faster. So that's why I'm not a huge fan of this genre. Okay, I can see that. But hear me out. I feel like that there's more opportunity in Halloween playlists to reach out to other songs and include them in the Halloween mix, because there's a lot of songs out there that you can kind of dump into the Halloween bucket, because basically anything that is spooky about death, bones, potions, uh, nighttime, moons, werewolves, like any vampire things, anything that goes woo, like ghosts, like there's any mention of any of that stuff, I feel like you can totally dump it into the Halloween playlist. And that's kind of how like, I like to look at my Christmas music, too, is I like to find music that isn't explicitly like Christmas time, Christmas time, it's Christmas yeah. time. <laughs> right? A little like, over the top. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that stuff. Right. But like I so I feel like the songs that I can put into a Halloween playlist are much more fun okay. than songs I could put usually into a Christmas playlist because Christmas like. It, it forces you down that Jingle Bell hallway very quickly. <laughs> yes, it does. Whereas the spooky Halloween music, you don't need to just stick with Monster Mash, right? Like, Monster Mash is kind of like the canonical Halloween song. Yeah, uh, I never need to hear that again. Or I mean, like I do. Spooky Scary Skeletons. Oh, like, Spooky Scary Skeletons. I never need to hear no, any I of these songs again. I hate that one. Uh, that's on the worst playlist, but... I, I like a Monster Mash as, um, you know, Jim says, you have to have Monster Mash. Like, you have to. Do you? <laughs> That's what Pam says. Do you really, Jim? Do you have to have Monster Mash? Uh, <sighs> but I feel like there's just there's just so much. So I have some, like, weird stuff on my Halloween playlist. And I tried to keep it kind of 
small for this show because I could go crazy. Uh, there's a big one on iTunes. They have a whole bunch of iTunes. Uh, is it iTunes or Apple Music? I believe. <laughs> I believe What's it's, it called now? it's Apple Music. <laughs> okay, Apple Tunes. So yes. they I have. Music iMusic they have yeah, you get it at the iPod store with you with, with your with your iWatch you download it onto your onto your iWatch onto your iWatch yeah. or your iTouch right or your earpods mm-hmm. okay so <laughs> they have some really Wait, didn't great... they actually make a product uh, they actually made a product called earpods did they really yeah they were the wired headphones <laughs> they called them earpods <laughs> why are they pods I don't know because iPods were popular and they wanted to reuse just, the I name get, I'm just picturing two iPods on your ears <laughs> <laughs> No, of all the of all the different joke bad names we just said, that was actually a real product. <laughs> they made millions and millions of them. It'd be really fun if there was just the clicky wheel on the outside and you could like like on your ears. <laughs> anyway. They have some really good playlists <laughs> <laughs> that are Halloween related, and I really like them because they go really outside of the box. They basically grab any song that like it could have like the title bones from like imagine dragons and they're like yes or like killers also have a song called bones so like you could throw that kind of stuff on there and it's like oh they talk about bones bones are halloween let's do it so you're hearing like everyday music in addition to you know stuff like monster mash and things like that thrown in okay i see i see the argument and and i did i did a couple of those in my picks here but but i ultimately like if you if you go play like oh what's a halloween playlist like one of the things i did to research this episode was i went to spotify to see what what do they have for halloween playlists and i'm gl- I'm happy to report that um three of my four picks were on their first and most popular halloween playlist um so i i, I think i'm in the ballpark here but a lot of the stuff on there i would never want to hear there's a couple songs that are not on the Halloween playlist that I've found. So I'm very pleased with that. And there's a couple songs on here on my list that I just, I always think Halloween, even when I hear them out in the world, like non-Halloween time, it rings Halloween to me. So those are also on my list. Uh, I do have to say though, if you are playing music for a Halloween party, you need to have a pretty long list. So you do have to stretch out, I think, and branch out to include some of these more, um, every day but could possibly you know dip its toe into the spooky lake (laughs) got it (laughs) all right so let's get into it so honorable mentions anything oh yes of course (laughs) how could i not all right so i'll go first then most of my list is honorable mentions because uh four (laughs) is just not enough Uh, well it was enough for me so anyway my honorable mention is just like thunderstorm sounds what like (laughs) I love it, it. So the rest of mine are actually songs, I'll, I'll tell you. But so the reason I went with something like this is like, I don't want to come to your party. <laughs> if if you want Halloween, like ambient sound, this kind of thing, I think, is a better option than those like cheesy sound effect tracks that you get that have like, you know, yeah, like all that. Yeah, that kind of stuff that that i have no patience for i think that so was a minecraft cheesy. villager oh no minecraft witch yeah <laughs> <laughs> i expect to hear the broken glass of the potion being thrown on my neck um yeah so I, I think some kind of like you know spooky nature sounds like thunderstorm kind of stuff i think that is what a, about whales are they spooky I, are they i don't know maybe like bats what bats if, are pretty quiet what the, bats don't make a noise yeah <laughs> they're know. like like they're yeah, there you go. You got it. Yeah. So, 
It's like fappy noise. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's I I think for ambient noise, nature sounds that don't have like skeletons and mummies and stuff mixed in, I prefer. So that's, okay. my, that's my honorable mention is like spooky nature thunderstormy kind of sounds. Okay. Um, my honorable mention is um, Most Music by Steppenwolf. <laughs> okay. I think it's because there is a wolf in his name. I don't know. I, for some reason, associate Steppenwolf music with Halloween. <laughs> um, so this one you'll probably know. Oh. This is a Halloween song? I don't know. It's Magic Carpet. Yeah. And plus, let's listen to his voice. Like, I don't know. It just, it seems <laughs> Halloween-y to me. Like, it All just, right. and also, you know, I don't know. I just feel like werewolf on a motorcycle. Like, he's a die. See? I don't know. I just it feels Halloweeny to me. Okay. So I mean, yeah, I get most it. of Steppenwolf's music can be put onto Halloween tracks for me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't have made the same choice, but I I, I understand why you do that. For me, it was really hard. Like when I was going through the different playlists to look for songs, it was hard for me to pick any of the like really good known classic rock songs. Like there were there were a bunch on there like um, Don't Fear the Reaper and stuff like that, where like that that made sense to be included. However, I, I love classic rock, but I think classic rock has been the most overplayed genre of music ever. Um, well, like, that's why it's okay for a theme party. It is. However, every one of those songs that was like, you know, the big hit classic rock songs that had anything to do with Halloween or death or anything like that, every one of those I've heard so many times mm-hmm. that I was I'm just like permanently sick of them, which is unfortunate because they were really good songs. And then, like, you know, 70s and 80s rock was a really good time for music. And that's why it's so overplayed. <laughs> but I just wah, wah. I've heard those so many times everywhere in the world. So I, I really I couldn't go with those. So I wanted a little bit different direction. Um, another uh, honorable mention is um, Love Potion number nine. Although I think it's kind of problematic <laughs> As many old songs are. Yeah, it's a really old song. Anyway, so like, I don't know, to me that seems Halloween-y, but I also think it might be like problematic and racist. It's at, at best. I mean, it's, yeah, there's there's a number of different directions so that's that can why go poorly. It's, it's very low on the list. It's on the honorable mention, but I don't know. Like, I, I kind of like the vibe of this song if I'm not listening to the lyrics. This welcome to my brain because I hardly ever listen to lyrics. I like lots of songs, and then and then when somebody <laughs> then points like, oh, out, no. <laughs> yeah, like if I ever do listen, or if somebody points out, like, hey, you know what that's about, and I'll, I can honestly say no, I don't. And then if I pay attention, I'm like, oh no, this is a terrible song. Like I can't listen to this anymore, and then it ruins it for me. I'm sorry. Well, love potion number nine. If you don't listen very closely, okay. Another one I have is um, Werewolves of London. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's like <laughs> oh, it's I mean think of it in the back you're all hanging out you're all dressed up having like weird you know like Halloweeny foods oh my god come on it's great okay it's great because it's specific to the holiday and it's fun yeah I, I'll give you that it, it, it is a fun 
Yeah. All right. It's a fun mood. All right. I'll okay. Okay. I have. I have another. I have some more. More honorables? Yeah. Oh my god. I all right. Pick. I, they were all. A lot of these were going to be okay. Besides Steppenwolf, that was like for real my honorable mentions. But a couple of these got booped out for some more interesting picks. Booped out. They got booped out. <laughs> I, I yeeted them. I I yeeted them out of the list. Got to talk like the youngins. I don't know if you know this song. This song is Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. Yeah, that's I, a good song. I like that song. I like that song. I think it's really fun. It's like a very weird song. And I think Halloween music needs to be a little bit weird. Yeah. And that's why I really like that one in particular. It was almost, almost on my list. It was so, so close because it it takes you out the way he like all of a sudden is speaking French and the rhythm of it is strange. The, the beat is weird. And it's just like the Werewolves of London where it's like he's all of a sudden he's howling like... I like Halloween music that not only mentions kind of Halloween-y themed things, but also has some oddities to the music itself. Yeah, that makes sense. And so that's why I really love this Talking Head song for that. I mean, and serial killers and all that kind of stuff is so Halloween-y. I mean, I guess for, you know, I guess middle-aged white women now watch all the killer documentaries on Netflix constantly. Isn't that like the big meme? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) they they don't consult me on memes (laughs) oh no they don't tell they don't ask you your opinion that's that's good uh but like so i've i I don't know i just i think it's a really funny weird song and i like it and it fits in with the theme cool yeah i I like how it has like a really prominent bass line Mm -hmm. like that i I feel like that to to sound halloweeny it should be a little more like bass forward like the bass should be one of the one of the primary instruments in the song all right i have if you want me to have a real top four i I do one more Okay. This one was almost my number four, though. It kind of ties for my number four. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, and the only reason I'm bumping it down is because one, it could be possibly problematic, and two, it seems too on the nose. And so I wanted my list to be a little bit out there more than a regular Halloween song. Okay. This is the spookiest of songs. About such Halloween things. It had a crazy video. It has a dance. Thriller. I love this song. I love this song. I know the whole dance. Like, I... I I love this song. It really... Oh, man. Maybe it should be my number four. It's my number two. <gasps> it's your number two? Good. Okay, Ellie. <laughs> okay, okay. I won't talk anymore about it then. Zip it up. Thriller. By Michael Jackson. By Michael Jackson. It's it's such a wonderfully weird. It's so weird. Like it's so okay. We talk about it when, yeah, we'll when get there. you yep. talk about it. I'm yep, excited. Yep. I'm really excited. Okay. Yeah, me too. All right. <laughs> All right. What's your number four? <laughs> okay, my real number four. I actually have music cues this time. Um, my real number four is a song that has always made me feel weird and a little bit scared. Uh, to me, banjos are kind of ominous. What? So. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> they just are. Banjos? Uh, yeah, banjos are a little ominous. Like, are you afraid of the South? Like what? <laughs> I mean, for some reason, yeah, maybe. I don't think you know this song. 
You know that voice, yeah, though. Yeah, that sounds like Dave Matthews. It I'm is. not hearing a lot of banjo. Oh, there it is. It's a creepy song. He's, he's a creep. So, he's not a creep. It's just a I creepy mean, song. He means well. I, 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 he seems like a nice guy, but a lot of his lyrics are really creepy. <laughs> Right? Yikes. It's so dark. This song oh my is God. so dark. We have one more spot. So imagine somebody who was not an attractive, talented musician saying these words. Yeah, like, my new neighbor, I'm going to bury you. Yeah, Don't drink like, the water. Yeah, like this This would be... Blood you in know, my grave. Police would have to be involved. Don't drink the water. There's blood in the water. <laughs> this is a, on a very popular album. Anyway, that's a super spooky song, and I really like it. <laughs> wow. But it's really, it's really Halloween spooky. It's totally different than, like, the fun spooky, although it is funny to compare it with, like, we just listened to a song that was, like, Psycho Killer, Kiss Kissay. Like, you know, I, I guess, it's just, it's yeah, like, it's much darker. This is actually dark, and it's very spooky. The banjos, to me, make, give it, like, a whole new level of, like, woo. That's so weird. Right? <laughs> just, okay. Come on. You they that sounds so it sounds like it would be in like a vampire show taking place in the south which actually did exist, the Sookie Stackhouse series. But like I mean, it sounds so like it's drunk. So not drunk. <laughs> That's just his voice. It's like it's like spooky swamp music. Like I yeah. love it. Okay. It's so... Ooh. All right. My number four is actually <laughs> from probably the same approximate time period. Does it have banjos? Ooh. Bone chilling. Oh, I know this. Zombie. Yep. There you go. You got it. <laughs> yeah. The Cranberries zombie. I love this one. That I works mean, for me. I yeah. dig it. Yes. Yeah, of course. I'm putting this on my list. I like it so much. I love the Cranberries. Very talented. Tons of hits in the 90s. And they're all really good. And this is the most Halloween relevant one. So, zombie. <laughs> I think that's totally legit. Zombie has been on many of a Halloween playlist I have made. So, yes, I all right. agree. All right. Number three. My number three is... Um, I really liked her, but she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows this song. I've never seen this on just like a rando playlist anywhere. But this song cracks me up. I feel like the only time you can really play it without people looking at you weird is around Halloween. So it's my number three. Yeah, it's a messed up song. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a love song. Sort of. It is very bass forward. It's the acceptance phase. <laughs> yeah. It's hopeful. Yes. 
<laughs> I really see again. It like totally. It's a weird song. Like it makes you yeah. feel weird. The lyrics are weird. The cadence can get weird when they go la, la, la. like just stuff coming out of nowhere. I I love the I love you know keeping people guessing on Halloween. That's, that's what that's it's all by, about. That's by Jim's Big Ego, right? Jim's Big Ego. She's dead. Wow. Yeah. How do you know that? I have good recall for obscure MP3s. <laughs> yeah, she's dead by Jim's Big Ego. If you've never heard this song all the way through, please go find it and listen to it. Oh pa- my God. Maybe not around the kids. I don't know. No, but <laughs> that's a, a, that. I you know, however that song came to be i bet they had a lot of fun in the studio making that song it sounds really fun and that's what i think like halloween even though it's spooky it should also be a little fun yeah that's i think that's what kind of what makes halloween in its best form is like spooky but still fun Mm -hmm. absolutely what's your number three all right so my number three (laughs) there it is there it is so this is so wait you have two michael jackson songs on your spooky playlist i do (laughs) So this is Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. I'll tell you why it's on my playlist. Is it on your playlist because of the video game? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that game is creepy. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think this does fit on a spooky playlist with a... It's Okay, so first of all, I think... Michael Jackson, especially like this time period, I, I don't know a ton of his work in great detail, but like what I've heard from this time period and like it seems like this has it's like it's the perfect Halloween mood being expressed, whether or not the content of the songs is about Halloween or anything like that. It's this is what I'm looking for. If I'm going to have like a Halloween kind of party playlist sound 80s kind of fun, a little bit dark um a lot of like you know synthesizers and stuff oh my god i totally still very wrote, bass forward you know i totally wrote that down i said banjos are ominous to me i wrote that down as a note so i need to say <laughs> it and also 80s guitar music for yes. some reason totally sounds halloween yeah like 80s synthesizer yeah like, like weird science like all yes. that stuff like yes yes and what i like about this is that th- these are not usually on halloween playlists or at least not very much and so they haven't been overplayed in this context. They're not considered classic rock. So in all the times I've heard classic rock all over the place, they're not played in part because Michael Jackson himself was so problematic. Nobody wants to play his music anymore. So it doesn't get overplayed. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not the best way, but anyway, um, so setting aside any possible problems with him, um, this is, this classifies as spooky to me and Halloween because first of all, I mean, can you think of anybody more spooky than him? Um, Man, what a what a messed up guy. But also, um, as part of the Sega Genesis Moonwalker game, <laughs> which oh god, if you, I'll put a link in the show notes to um, like a YouTube video of this. You can Michael. see this game. <laughs> this is so, uh, and I I, I don't even know. Apparently, he he made like a like a short film called Moonwalker First that the game was based on, and it basically features him like rescuing a child. And the game. Um, it's it's a it's a game for the Sega Genesis. It's called a beat 'em up, where it's one of those games like a lot of old games in that time period, but like this, where you just kind of walk side to side and like random enemies come and you just like, like the kick them. Ni- like the old Ninja Turtle games, if you can picture yeah. the old Ninja Turtle games, where like Bebop and Rocksteady like pop out and you're just like kick kick kick. Yeah, or and like Shinobi, go, and they like just fall off the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like all those games. Um, you know, I think uh, wasn't Contra one of those? Or anyway, there's, there's yeah, there was yeah. a million games for for like the NES, the Genesis, and the Super Nintendo that were all Altered kind of, Beast was just like yeah. That too. 
Altered Beast. Yeah. So the yeah, you walk side to side and you beat and you, you beat up people and they come at you from, from Hi, you know. welcome to our new game podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it's this game featuring Michael Jackson walking through like haunted houses and haunted areas, kicking and punching magic blue dust at like, you know, enemies to kill them. So this came out right before his like kid scandals in the nineties. And it, it, if I recall correctly, it was pulled from shelves. Well, I couldn't find um, sourcing for that today when I was doing some research. But this game, if you can imagine the timing of this, this comes out right before you know child stuff scandals are happening. And it's a game where he goes around rescuing children in closets. And they're really happy to see him. They go, and Michael! And the trunks of cars. And, yeah, and just there's all these children who are really happy to see. It's, it's, it's not good timing in so many ways. And it's super weird and scary to even play the game knowing the context that happened like right around the same time um but so <laughs> here this is this is how wikipedia describes the gameplay the gameplay is focused on finding children who were scattered throughout the levels uh jackson's standard attack is a stylized high kick that is commonly incorporated into his dance routines his attacks fire off blue sparks giving him greater offensive range if the player continues to hold the attack button and moves him backwards, he performs his moonwalk dance move. He also has a special attack, which, when held down, will cause him to start spinning. Uh, releasing it will cause him to throw his hat at enemies, destroying them instantly. But if it's held longer, Jackson will bring all on-screen enemies together to start dancing to his music. When the choreography is finished, that all enemies are damaged or defeated. <laughs> and this game features his music as the the soundtrack every there's like five or six levels and every level has a different like sega genesis version of a michael jackson song as its soundtrack and the first level's soundtrack is smooth criminal so this is what i associate with playing this game uh it because you know you, you hear the first level music the most of any game right so this is the first well, level yeah music. you only usually play through the first level because we're always showing people this crazy game <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, you, you can't believe what what this game was <laughs> so anyway this is <laughs> oh god the vibe definitely fits yeah yeah so anyway smooth criminal that's my <laughs> number three <laughs> <laughs> wow wow all right so back to halloween music uh all right, I have this song that I don't think anyone would be able to name who it's by. Well, maybe some people who are like, you know, music people. But this one is very Halloween-y to me. Is this about Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just, it feels so halloween to me. It has that 80s, like, guitar sound to it. Yeah. It has, like you know, creepy scenarios. And it says like, he's like in the shower and like someone's watching him and like, oh, that was a really good moment. Listen to this build up. <laughs> this is messed up. Oh my god. Um, this is by Rockwell, for anyone who never, wanted to know this. I've only heard the song a few times. I've, I never knew the band. Another reason why it's I a really... I knew Big Ego, but not that. <laughs> another reason why this is like such a good Halloween song, because there's a lot of like stalker songs out there about people watching other people um, all over, like from 
all kinds of genre. A lot of 90s. There was a lot of watching happening in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one in particular, I just love that 80s sound. Uh, again, the the weird, like, taking you out of the music to talk and the buildup of, like, certain synthesizers. Like, it's it's just really good. It screams 80s spooky being watched. Like, I I love, I love it. Very Halloween song. All right. All right, and uh, my number two, as you mentioned uh, earlier, is Michael Jackson's Thriller. I mean, this is the best. This is such a good Halloween song. Uh, It's all about zombies dancing. It's dancing zombies. (laughs) I feel like what what I was describing earlier of like what you want in like that that 80s sound, a lot of synthesizer. Werewolf noises. A lot of bass, you know, like very rhythmic, you know, this I think is the epitome of that sound. This is what you're going for when you when you want a Halloween sound, a Halloween kind of party vibe. This is what you want. Cause it's like a little dance, but it's also like <laughs> set in this spooky scene. Yeah. You can't not dance to this. Oh. I'm just into it. I just want to like swoosh my shoulders. Do a little shimmy down, clap, shimmy down, clap. <laughs> Zombie walk, Zombie walk. Yeah. So anyway, so Thriller <laughs> by Michael Jackson. Love it. It was so, I, I moved that song up and down my list so much. Yeah. Like I, I, I was sure I was going to put Smooth Criminal on my list. And originally I, I didn't have Thriller and I, and I saw it was on all the, all the Halloween playlists. I'm like, all right, let me, let me give it a listen. I'm like, oh Yeah. That's right. Like I hadn't heard it in a while, and I'm like, "Oh, this is this is even better. This is perfect." <laughs> yeah, it's one of the most perfect Halloween songs. It's it's really great. Like I said, the only reason I didn't put it on my main list is because I wanted to talk about some of these other songs a little bit more. Yeah, that makes sense. So, number ones, my number one song has just always, 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 always felt like Halloween to me. No matter what, I also love this song, but every time I hear it. It's a hundred percent Halloween. It's a little twangy. It's kind of eighties. It has everything as spooky lyrics. Don't go out tonight. Don't go round. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yikes. You don't need to know what it says, but yeah. like, <laughs> I'm glad I've never. I've never paid attention to the words. I'd rather not start now. Don't go around tonight. You could finally see the... Mm, it doesn't matter. We already but forgot. Like, All right, good. <laughs> Probably for the best. Anyway, this... I had to put it as my number one because it just feels so Halloween to me without being explicitly Halloween. And it it was very... A very visceral thing. It wasn't like... it. It's just a feeling. Like, this is my number one Halloween song for completely irrational reasons. Hmm. But it, it has kind of all that. It has the twang. It has some like eighties kind of styles to it has like that seventies rock. It's like such a mix. Like it's such a strange mix of a lot of these sounds and it has kind of spooky lyrics. Okay. So it's a, it's a good soup. It's a good spooky soup. And I'm, I'm here for it. It might not be the best, it might not be the most iconic. It might not be the most perfect. 
other people might be like, why is this on your playlist? I'd be like, I don't care. You know, CCR is all about the Halloween vibes for me. All right. My number one, you're going to be so mad. Um, It's Fish. All right. So. <gasps> what? Which Fish song? Wait, where there's, there's a lot of Esther? No. So. That's spooky. Fish has a tradition when they play a Halloween show. Oh, no. Their tradition for a very long time has been they usually cover an entire album from some other band. They call it like their Halloween show costume, where like they they play a whole album of some of some some other popular album. So like oh my you gosh. know some of the ones they've done in the last you know decade or so they they, they did um, Rolling Stones Exile on Main Street. Um, they did uh, David Bowie Ziggy Stardust. Um, and, and wait, are you saying your number one is a whole album? No. Okay. Although that was tempting. Okay. <laughs> but so this they do it on Halloween. Okay. It's a musical costume. Uh-huh. And uh in uh 2018 they they put on a musical costume of a fake Michael Jackson. No. Okay. <laughs> Although I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they have done one of it. I think they've done what? earlier before. Anyway, um but no, they they created like this fake like Swedish metal band or something. <gasps> okay. Called Kasvad Voxt. And okay. and they did this whole album. They like dress all in white, like these white suits and everything. And it was all kind of like, you know, space and, and alien themed in different ways. And oh my goodness, the best song on the album, Turtle in the Clouds. Oh, I like the song. Isn't that one of the lyrics is I rode my bike out in the rain? Yep. And it, see, it kind of has a halloween sound going. <laughs> yeah, the hot dog vendor in the dark. That's spooky. Okay, there's the synth. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling more um, psychedelic trip than Halloween spooky, but... That's, that's only because it's fish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling a little messed up. <laughs> yeah. You're bopping. See, they kind of lean leaned into like the 80s yeah. sound a lot here. But then they still bring it around with, you know, fish sound. So this is your number one spooky, spooky song. Wow. You amaze me. You really do. Now, and on, if I'm honest, I think Thriller should have been both of our number ones. I think it's yeah. it's probably better than both of our number one picks. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So. Oh, do we have to rearrange? Uh, I think Michael Jackson won, won the day today. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Michael! Oh, God. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Um, the real winner today was the Snickerdoodle Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Snickerdoodle Pop-Tarts, the real winner. Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, Thriller might be the best. I think Thriller's best. actually the, the best Halloween song that we have mentioned today. <laughs> I really like Bad Moon Rising, though. But yeah, I think you're right with the Thriller. Oh, Yikes. That's pretty good. 
Tiff's doing the whole dance in the chair. <laughs> Stop telling my secrets. This, this should be a video podcast someday. Or maybe it, it probably shouldn't. I think that's... No. No, it should not. Uh, no one wants to see us eating. Yeah, it's best not to be. And chair dancing. It's a thriller. 